Welcome to Podcast Marketing Secrets, the place for entrepreneurs, coaches, and CEOs who are looking to grow their brand, become a key person of influence in their industry, and get their ideal clients to come to them. I'm your host, Al Morenton. My guest today is Mike Capuzzi. Mike is a publisher, author, and book publishing coach, and has been helping clients create exceptional marketing results since 1998. He is the author of 19 books, including two Amazon number one bestsellers, The 100-Page Book and The Magic of Short Books. Mike is the founder of Bite Size Books, a new publishing concept formula for creating short, helpful books known as Shooks. Shooks are ideal for business owners, entrepreneurs, and corporate leaders who are looking to increase their level of authority while also providing helpful information in bite-sized books. If you've ever wanted to write a nonfiction book but weren't sure how to do it, you're going to love what Mike has to share today. Welcome to the podcast, Mike. Al, I appreciate this opportunity. Thank you. Right on, right on. So um, so what exactly is a shook? <laughs> well, I, I know you're a marketing guy, so I know you'll, you'll appreciate this little detour before I describe a shook. So I, listen, I mean, I've been working with small business owners, medium-sized business owners, big business owners for, like you said, almost... You know, I guess I guess we're in my third. I'm on my third decade. Crazy. Um, That's awesome. So we all have competition, right? You know, there's a lot of podcasts. There's a lot of people to help people publish books. There's a lot of whatever it is you do in your business. Chances are you have some sort of competition. So you know, it's it's important. You talk about branding and the importance of branding. It's important to differentiate yourself in whatever you do. Even if you're doing something common, like a, a you know a dentist, you can still articulate the unique ways you serve your patients, for example. So to answer your question, Al, uh, a shook is my brand of nonfiction book. These are short, helpful books. That's what a shook stands for, short, helpful book. And they're really meant to be a sales tool for business owners, corporate leaders, and entrepreneurs. So they're helpful. You know, they're on a specific topic. They provide helpful information, but they're designed to be read in about 60 to 90 minutes, and they're designed to generate a response from those readers that want more from you. So they're, you know, they are really sales tools disguised as a book. Right on. So, um, and the, the advantages of that, as, as opposed to writing a, a full <laughs> book, is the, is the time commitment, right? Because I, I wrote a book back in 2008 for my wellness business and um it was very successful but it took me like a, a year and a half maybe <laughs> almost two years to write because i wrote a you know like a really it was a really good book you, you know like and uh helped a lot of people but but is 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 the part of it the time constraint yeah i mean listen a lot of our short books if not all of them are good books um but they're specifically designed to be read quickly so Al, in my opinion, I mean, listen, I, I don't think you and I would ever have it to debate the idea that the notion that in today's day and age, attention spans are shorter than ever, you know, ever before. You know, um, I'm a voracious reader. I've been reading my entire life. And even myself, I find I, I do not finish a lot of the books that I buy and start reading. They're just they're I call them their books with bloat, B-L-O-A-T. They're bloated unnecessarily. So, you know, mm-hmm. why do I have to read a 400-page book, which oftentimes repeats itself uh, ad nauseum? 
when it could be condensed, it could be more focused, or better yet, it could be four 100-page books. So, you know, this idea of a shorter, tighter focus, I think a lot of people appreciate. Yes, it's much faster, much easier for the author to create. But I think if, you know, if the goal is to have readers read these books and hopefully take some sort of action based on the book, you want them to read it or at least get involved and, and read most of it, if not all of it. And I believe a book that's about 100 pages, about a one to one, you know, one to nine, you know, 60 to 90 minute read can serve its purpose. It's focused, it's tight. And again, I always say it's better to have three 100 page books than one 300 page book for most business owners. Uh, obviously, the book that you wrote, you know, there's obviously there's a, a time and, and importance of a more traditional book. But I think for a lot of folks, especially if it's your first time writing a book, shorter is better. That's awesome. I, I could see how you've been doing like a series of three books and being able to do three launches and exactly. all, all of that. Three different messages, three different target markets, etc. Yeah, exactly. That's awesome. Uh, that, that, that sounds really interesting to me. You know, um, but uh, and then as far as having like calls to action and 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 turning it into a sales tool, do you do you help people with with that aspect of it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, my background is direct response marketing. I know you're a student of that, and uh, you know direct response marketing, just like the name implies, it's about generating a response, right? So all marketing, all advertising is designed to generate a response: call, download, visit, whatever it might be. So yes, we embed these, you know, calls to action. We have different ones in these books. And, you know, again, they're meant to get that that percentage of readers because it's not, you know, it's not 100%. We wish it was, but it's never 100%, no matter how good the book is, to then take those next steps with you, the author. And, and it connects your products and services through those calls to action. That's awesome. And then... Um... We talked about the time constraints, but what are some uh, other reasons like why a, a Shook might be better option uh, than a traditional book for a business owner? Yeah, I mean, time, money, investment. Uh, yeah. I, you know, yeah. I, I'm a host of my own podcast also. And I, real quick side story, I had a guest on uh, earlier this year because I, I only interview nonfiction book authors. So he was a guest on my show. I didn't know him at the time. And it took him seven years, Al, to write his first book. And it was successful. He, it was published, traditionally published, but it took him seven years. And we just got talking and he, he learned about a shook. And I helped him write a shook, publish a shook. That took about three months to do. So his first book took him seven years. The second one took him about three months. And he uses it for keynote speaking, getting on guests, you know, as a pod, you know, podcast guest. But uh I would say time, money, and then again, if you think about your reader, it's really about the respect of their time and energy, um, which I think is important. Because if a book is, you know, never read or you know never even picked up because it's just too daunting, then it's it, it's pretty much a, a wasted effort. Yeah, definitely, and I can see that too. Like like the um, person just sees, oh yeah, this, this 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 looks doable, especially like you said in today's world with the shorter attention span yeah so um the uh what are some of the main reasons why like a like a business person that's never considered writing a book why why they would consider it yeah and actually i'm gonna 
if I can, I'll flavorize this more because I love the, I saw your show and asked to be a guest on it. I love you know the whole concept of your show. I'm a huge fan. My podcast now is going into its fifth year. I can't believe it. We just hit 200 nice. episodes. And, um, you know, I love podcasting. I think it's a, a media that a lot of business owners, a lot of corporate leaders, I mean, everything I say about Shooks, Al, you can be saying about podcasts, right? Um, branding, getting your message out there, connecting, et cetera. I think there's a lot of reasons why a person who, you know, writes a book, writes a Shook, um, can turn that into a podcast. We've had clients do that. So they, they write a really good little Shook. And then all of a sudden they think, wow, I could do a podcast on this, right? Around the topic of the Shook or vice versa. They have a podcast already they're doing and they realize, hey, you know, people are looking at me as a thought leader. You know, in this day and age, being a book author still is very powerful. It's a very important differentiator. So podcast hosts, write a book, publish a book, you know, around the topic of their podcast. Um, and then the third thing, and then we can talk about this in the future if you want, but the third idea with, you know, podcasts and books are, you know, once you get, like I have 200, ep 200 plus episodes now, I have toyed with, and still I'm thinking about how do I leverage that content and turn those interviews or parts of those interviews into a book? Because I know there's a lot of great content that has been shared over the last four years that could be really a, an essential part of a, a good little book. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, and I can see how they could, you could tie from one, one to the other and just to you know, expand your reach and expand business, everything. So, um, so how can a business owner uh, make money with a shook? Like, like not, not somebody like you or me that, you know, that's out, out there doing this, but like you're, like you say, like your dentist or your mm -hmm. chiropractor or whatever. Well, the fundamental shift, Al, is not worrying about selling your book. I wrote a book. I published a book this uh, a couple of years ago, but I made it publicly available this year called The Magic of Free Books. Free, right? So the idea is don't worry about selling your book. You know, give it away to as many ideal people because the book can turn into business if it's constructed correctly. So it's all about the, you know, the back end, if you will. So even if your book's for sale on Amazon, I mean, I have a lot of books on Amazon, the one or $2 I might make, that's inconsequential. And it shouldn't even cloud my, my you know, my thoughts and, and, and my focus. For many, if not most, nonfiction book authors, the money is made by the back end, whether it's a podcast, getting listeners on a podcast, maybe you have an advertising channel there, uh, whether it's tying, the, like you said, the dentist to a practice and his or her, you know, services or products. So it's, it's, it's always about the money is on the back end of the book, not on the two or $3 you might make on the front end. That's awesome. Yeah. And, um, and also, uh, like you said, it elevates like your status or authority kind of a thing out of all the other people in your community kind of thing. That, that that's awesome. So um, so so I sort of saw something about your shook special sauce. What can you explain what that is? Yeah. So again, it kind of goes back to that. You know, even the fact that I just you know, came up with this word that most people like, some people don't. Uh, shook, right? That's again our brand of short helpful book. And I always say it's like. McDonald's and Burger King, they both sell hamburgers. One's got the Big Mac, one's got the Whopper. So 
you know, it's important to differentiate. So to go a step further, and Al, again, I know because of your marketing background, you can appreciate this, this notion of how do you design what you do and, and make it appear new and different from everything else that people are listening to or hearing out there is key. It's your special sauce. And I don't care how common of what it is you do. I, I work very closely with a bunch of mattress retailers men and women who sell mattresses, you know, there's like five, you know, within a mile of my house probably, but with, you know, thoughtful, uh, intentional, thoughtful strategies, you can construct an, you know, a unique message that differentiates those mattress retailers from all the other ones. So that's the special sauce relative to our short, helpful books. Um, my background, actually, I have an engineering degree. So I did engineering for a number of years so I think like an engineer, I still do 30 some odd years later. And um, literally, Al, from the very first page, and, and these are real books. I mean, I'm not sure if your listeners are going to see this or not. Do they see it? Will there be video or no? Yeah, it'll, it'll okay. be on YouTube for okay. sure. So, I mean, literally from the very first page to the very last page, I have constructed, I have architected a very specific formula um, that has very specific chapters, very specific content, very specific calls to action. And that really is our special sauce. So, you know, to go a, a little different metaphor, I'm Italian, partially Italian. I love to cook. Uh, I had an Italian grandmother who was an awesome cook and she had her recipes for her different you know dishes. And um, those recipes and the way she cooked made her dish unique to her, you know, and that's the way we've constructed the recipe we have for Shooks is unique to us. So, you know, it's, uh, it's all about really, you know, doing something different and then making it sound different, making it appear different, which is, you know, part of that special sauce, which any business owner uh, uh, should really think about doing in their business. That's awesome. And, uh, and then as far as you're concerned, uh, um, I think some of the special sauce, if the book's coming from you, would, would be you and your company because you've been in marketing for, you know, the three plus decades and you're really good at it. You know, you, you've proven that over the years, you know, so that's awesome. Can you tell us a little bit about what it's like to, um, you know, to, to work, to work with you, like what the, what that, what that experience is like. So suppose like, Hey, I said, I found out about you and like, Hey, that, that, that short book thing sounds really cool. Let me, let me find out more about that. What, what, yeah. That? Well, thank you for that question. Um, Part of the special sauce is every one of our clients, Al, works directly with me. So I've constructed this business. I'm okay with that. I know people are like, oh, you know, it's not scalable, et cetera, et cetera. But, you know, we're a small business, a boutique publisher. I'm okay with that style. As a matter of fact, I just literally two hours ago had a first meeting with a client. Um, so it was our first call. And all our clients, you know, again, they get a series of meetings with me. And he was, it was funny, and, I, and it literally just happened two hours ago. I don't know this gentleman. Um, he's a financial advisor, and he was just, he said, already gone through these modules I've created. So the first thing is I've, again, that engineer brain, I've constructed these short modules. They're videos, they're questionnaires uh, that step a client through the process. And then typically we have a, a, a Zoom or a phone call after each one. And he gets on our first meeting today just 
gushing. He's like, this is unbelievable. I can't believe you. Know, I could tell you're an engineer. I could tell the way I, I so appreciate how you've constructed this and made this so simple for me. And what he really liked, Al, he, he this gentleman wants to get his, his shook done quickly. So he's we're accelerating the process a bit. So we're giving him multiple modules at one time. He really, really appreciated this special sauce module where he's like, Mike, I have been looking for this for years, for someone to help me help me articulate what I do. Because what I do is unique and different. I just haven't been able to articulate it. Um, and then I'll, I'll share this and I'll shut up about it. But he made the comment. He's like, you know what? If you could just help me come up with my special sauce, what I'm paying you, I don't even care if the book gets done. That alone will be valuable. And he's a smart guy because he's th he realizes if you can create this unique value proposition of what you do, that is something that permeates your podcast, your books, all of your marketing. And uh, he realizes that, you know, again, he's a financial guy. It really becomes an asset for his business. That's awesome. That, that's beautiful. Yeah. And like the, the, the way I would e utilize this stuff is I, I would almost hand them out like business cards, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. That, that, that's, um, that's sort of what I did with the, with, with the other one, but, um, yeah, it's it, it's really awesome. What what kind of uh, clients do you find yourself working with most, or what, or who or who do you feel can benefit the most, or or, or can any business benefit? Yeah, I mean, listen, I, I I truly believe any business can benefit. Having said that, I have yet to work with like a pizza shop owner. Though I'd like to. So if anyone's listening that owns a pizza shop, and then they could do a podcast on pizza shop. But then, you know, there's a whole thing you could do with you know the recipes and why and whatever. So I digress, but. Um, I would say about two thirds of our clients, Al, are what we call Main Street, you know, Main Street authors. They're Main Street, the, the local chiropractor, insurance agency, financial advisor, a lot of lawyers, elder law, DUI, you know, uh, all kinds of lawyers we worked with. So uh, two thirds of our clients are those types of uh, business owners. And then about a third of our clients are more what I call worldwide. Uh, entrepreneurs, they have more of a worldwide audience. Uh, I have a worldwide audience or they're a corporate leader. They're the CEO of a company and they're looking for, you know, a book to help them get more keynotes or, you know, hand out of the keynote or something like that. So uh, it's, it's a wide range, but the, the bottom line is they all want to write a nonfiction book and they want that nonfiction book to generate business. That's awesome. And then, um, how long does the process usually take when someone starts, you know, working with you? So our world record has yet to be beat. And I doubt it will be is 23 days. So one of our uh, client, multi-shook clients, she's a, an attorney. She was literally doing a keynote and, um, she, you know, about two months out. And she wanted to be able to give a book out at that event. Uh, and, you know, she's up on stage, so it's a great platform. It from the idea, the first meeting we had about the idea to print it shook in hand was 23 days. Now wow. it, there was a lot of hustle there. That's not our typical timeline. Our typical timeline is about eight to 12 weeks. Um, it can go faster. We've had it done in you know a, a month, but uh, it really comes down to you know the individual and how much time he or she can dedicate. Because our clients, most of our clients, Al. Um, are are writing their own content with my coaching that's awesome 
that, that's beautiful because that's the way that's the way it should be right <laughs> you know um yeah because uh the and it seems like some of the the, the people like that that you're describing like are the like they're experienced and but they're like the best kept secrets in their community mm -hmm. or something like that and, and this could really help get the word out by having a shook yeah. I, I like that multi-shook thing too <laughs> yeah listen it, it's i um I, don't, I guess I, didn't, I usually show it. I've got, you know, example. The woman I just mentioned, she's got four shooks um, that she's written on the topic of dementia and Alzheimer's. So, you know, it's it's better. It's like one's for caregivers. So rather, you know, and one's for the patient. So rather than having that, like a, a book just on Alzheimer's disease, she split it out. And there's a short book for the caregiver and then a short book for the, the person suffering from the disease. So... Yeah, there's That's some awesome. thoughtful intention. And, and by the way, I'll just say, Al, everything that I'm talking about here relative to these short books, again, I know your listeners are listening for podcasts, you know, focused content, but it, it all translates very well to podcast, podcasting, right? Everything we talked about, you know, having a unique podcast show, having a unique angle. Um, so, you know, all this is very translatable. Yeah, it's it, it's super awesome. I could see that they could tie in, and that, that could even be like the the you know like a lead magnet too. You know, for Absolutely. your podcast, you well, know, and, I, and, and, and you're you, just driving people to that. You know, you're going to see that. With. You're going to see that with your permission. You're going to see that happen at the end of you know, at the end of our our time together because I have a very specific gift package that are three short books. All right, three of them that I always give out when I'm a guest on a podcast. So I use these to, you know, as a, a thank you to folks who are listening, but also want to hear more from Mike Capuzzi. That's awesome. That, that, that's beautiful. And um, yeah, that, that, yeah, yeah, I, I love that. So um, like with the, that being said that, that you offer that, do you um, offer like coaching in that respect as well, like, like as far as like helping people get a landing page up that, you know, that would, that would, you know, have the free book or the, some kind of offer. Yeah. Yeah. And, and again, if anyone's thinking about either doing a first book or maybe, you know, finishing a book they have started and never finished, or maybe they want to do a second or, you know, a new book. I always say this, Al, I say it again, ad nauseum on my podcast, honestly, and I don't know what your thought is about this, but honestly, I believe the book creation slash publishing part is actually the easier part. The harder, more challenging part is the consistent, persistent promotion and marketing of the book once it's done. Because far too often people will spend gobs of money, time, and energy creating a book. They're done the book. They might have a a little launch or a little, you know, something to get it out there initially, but then a month later, they sort of forgot about it and moved on. You know, using a book in your business as a marketing asset, a sales asset, it's a long-term game. It's measured in years. A, a well, the magic of short books, which I'm going to give to your listeners. I wrote that in 2018. You know, it's now what, five, six years later. Um, and this book is still working for me. And, um, you know, that's, that's the power of a well written book. It's not, you know, it shouldn't be measured in weeks or days, months. It's measured in years if you're consistently using it. So yes, we do help 
clients with book funnels and, you know, different ways to leverage their book. And again, one of the number one ways I encourage book authors is to do podcast guesting, to do exactly what I'm doing today, which is being a guest, using a book to get on to a show um, and, and, you know, really uh, describing that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I could definitely see that, you know, um, as, as a way to get, you know, traffic to the funnel or, or, or just, you know, you know, all, all that kind of stuff that, that that's key, you know, cause that's one of the biggest, the hardest things to do is actually get traffic to a, a funnel, you know, to a landing page or whatever, you know, and that, and that promotion is, is key. You know, it's, a, um, it's something that I even have to like get embraced into my brain with, the, um, the transfer, you know, to full digital that we're in right now, you know, because back when I wrote my book, it, you know, it was I was doing public stuff, you know, and and, and doing appearances here and there and, mm-hmm. you know, just setting them up everywhere, you know, at, at, a, at a bookstore, at a, <laughs> you know, like at, at a, you know, women's wellness place, yep, yep. Mid, midwife place at, at the Chamber of Commerce, you know, I was, I was just ev- everywhere and. It worked though, you know, it, and, and you know, that, that promotion, I, I saw other people that just wrote a book and never really did anything with it. And they, it was like, Oh, you wrote a book, you know, but, 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 but mine, but mine actually got even, I didn't even have a call to action inside of it, but people just saw me as, as this authority, you know, cause they would hear me speak and then they would, you know, and then they had that tangible thing that they took home with them, you know, and it, it, it really grew my business, you know, and, and made me stood out. I, I even, Actually, like back there, that little diamond-shaped thing—that's a small business of the year in uh, North Orange County, uh, California Chamber of Commerce. You know that I won, and and part of the reason was because of you know getting the word out and doing all the all the public uh, things that I did. So that, that's super awesome. Um, so, so do you like with the with, with those funnels? Is that is that where you have like the like a free plus shipping kind of a thing? Or you can yeah. There's there's def, definitely different models. And by the way, really interesting thing, Al, is I wrote a well. I've, I've described it in a couple of my my shooks. Uh, again, being a, I'm a definitely a marketing geek, and um, mm-hmm. I've studied the history of the the use of books for businesses and business owners. And I have found, and I've shown in my shooks, examples of advertising from the late 1890s. That's the earliest I found was like the late like 1897, mm-hmm. where an ad in a newspaper featured a free book as the call to action. Ironically, that, that particular um, free book offer was for a mattress company, ironically, <laughs> and it lasted for like 50 years from like 1890s to like 1930s 1940s the company i still believe is is, is around it's called ostermore and they actually have a website dedicated to their the book the book is called the test of time which is probably not the title i would choose but it was a book a lead generation book that they gave away uh, to describe the unique benefits of their mattresses so you know this what we're talking about here is not like some, you know, it's not like Google or excuse me, like, you know, Facebook or Instagram or TikTok, something that's only been around a, a couple of years. We're talking literally decades uh, and over a hundred years. So yes, the free book funnel, 
has been around for a long time. Free plus shipping. You can do a digital book, a digital download. You can charge for the book. But yes, they're the ones if you're on Facebook, oftentimes you'll see folks promoting a free book offer. That's awesome. What, 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 what's your favorite way to, to promote the book? Um, again, I, I wrote this book called The Magic of Free Books. There's like 60 ways. So all 60 ways. Okay. Are <laughs> it's a loaded question because... You know, it really depends on if you're like, I, I'm, you know, I'm, you and I are probably somewhat similar in age. So, like, I'm not super big on social media. So, social media, as a matter of fact, I just interviewed a young lady for my podcast uh, earlier today, also. And she's, you know, she's leveraging social media to the hilt, right? And I'm sitting there going, what? But um, so it really depends on what you're, you know, what you're comfortable with. I love using it as part of a podcast guesting strategy. So that, that would be one of my top three ways. Uh, I love using it in, in, you know, funnels. So I, you know, you'll see funnels on my different sites where I offer a free book. Um, and I really do like the face-to-face, -face. like I carry copies of my various shooks with me. And if I'm out and about, if I meet somebody, again, I'm a geek with this stuff. And I, I think, you know, they could benefit from one of my shooks. Um, I was just at a, a local hardware store this past weekend. I had to buy some hardware and I got talking to the owner, a little independent one. So, you know, like one of these old school hardware stores and um, the owner, we got talking and the owner asked what I do. And I said, oh, I'm a mark. You know, I help people with more. That's what I typically say. I help people with marketing. And if they want to know more then I drill down in the books and it, right away, you start, Oh, how does a small store like me survive these days? And I, I wasn't prepared at the time, but I wish I had one of my shooks because I, I have a shook specifically written for local business owners that I would have loved to hand it to him. Um, but, you know, just carrying those with you uh, is a very powerful strategy because you never know who you're going to bump into. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, that's, that's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. So you got me excited about books again. <laughs> well, let's say, you know, your, your show you know, podcast marketing series. I, I messaged you, right? I said, that's an awesome. That's when I, when I, I reached out to you, I said, that's an awesome show. That's a, a great title. It's based on a very, you know, sound, seasoned, direct marketing, copywriting technique. But I could definitely see, Al, you should check this. I should check it too. Like, I don't know if there's a book up on Amazon right now called Podcast Marketing Secrets, but even if there is, who cares? You know, um, that's a great book title. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, yeah, yeah, this is, uh, yeah, you got my mind racing really, really good. And thank you for sharing all this. If, if there was like, like one, like big idea or one thing that people could take away from the interview, what would that be? Yeah. Um, can, can I share two? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> one's going to be a quote. I like quotes. Um, and so are you from California? Yes. Okay. So you might appreciate this. I'm not, I was never a fan of the Grateful Dead. I don't know if you were, but, uh, this is a Jerry Garcia quote. So I got to read this because it really is a good takeaway for our conversation today. Jerry Garcia said, it's not enough to be the best at what you do. You must be perceived as the only one who does what you do. And that really goes back to our conversation of your special sauce, unique differentiation points. So I thought that's a cool thing to share. And then the other thing I'd, I'd leave people with, Al, is if you've ever thought, first off, if you're helping people in your business, which most of us are doing, 
and and or you've always wanted to be a book author or write a book, I would just encourage you. It's going to be a cliche, but just do it. The technology is easier. There's people like me that can help you. It's not like back when you wrote your book, which I wrote my first book in 2007, it was a lot different. Amazon's made it easier. There's a lot more software. There's a lot more resources. So I would just encourage you to do it. Um, I've interviewed over 200 book authors, nonfiction book authors, and on my show called The Author Factor. And The Author Factor is very real. It's very real for you, the author. It's very real in the impact that you can make on readers. And I would just encourage you to, to do it. That's awesome. That's beautiful. So I know you said that you have some <laughs> gifts for the audience. So, um, so, um, so what are they exactly again? And All how right. do you get them? So it's three shooks. The Magic of Short Books, the number one bestseller, The Magic of Working Together, and The Magic of Gratitude, a little gift book. And um, I call it my magic kit. So uh, it's a they're digital books that you can read online for free. So if you go to MikeCapuzzi.com, and I know you'll have this in the show notes, MikeCapuzzi.com slash magic. Just let me know you heard me on Al's show, and I will send you an email with the, the links to read those right on the full versions right online. You can read them on your phone, on your iPad, whatever it is. Um, and they're the full books, and you know, they, they share my exact formula for doing these short, helpful books. That's awesome. Yeah, and, and we'll be uh, sure to you know include all those links and everything in, in the show notes, like you said, you know, for on and it's you know on youtube and all the different rss feeds and all that kind of stuff so that's awesome so that concludes this episode with our guest mike capuzzi this is al morentum with podcast marketing secrets i hope you have an amazing day